I'm here with the lovely, talented, and brilliant, angelic Diana Ferdell. <laughs> Diana is a very close dear friend of mine and is the founder, co-founder and pastor of the Institute for Spiritual Development in Oneonta, New York, which we'll talk about a little bit further as it's one of many chapters on the East Coast. And Diana is also the owner of her own business, uh, intuitive counseling business called Tuning In and Tuning Up. And she is the founder and operator of the very popular Shift New York, which is a spiritual arts fair in New York that's been going for many, many years. So Diana, welcome to my podcast on that of love. And thank you so much for coming to talk with me today. Uh, your, your insights and your legacy of your divine mission is so powerful. And I just really wanted to, people to hear more about it and to learn from your, your everlasting wisdom and love. Um, so before we, yeah, you're welcome. Before we get started, um, if you would like to just kind of talk a little bit about your life mission and how you got to this place with your gifts and your divine service. And for those that don't know, Diana, you're, she's very humble and she is very, very good at creating resources within individuals, supporting individuals with resources, as well as creating whole programs. And she created a whole organization to support direct divine connection for people, which is so beautiful and is going to last for generations, your legacy. It's really, really amazing. So if you could just start by letting us know kind of about your life mission and how you got to this point with all these wonderful gifts that you give to others yeah. and, and your story a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I, I grew up um, without really any understanding that I had any talent to connect at all, no really intuition that I was aware of. Um, and I even did a test, you know, one time that my sister Sue was, was doing, one of those tests where you have to guess what the, you know, what the um, symbol is. And... Um, I got like zero, you know, as, as, as a young teenager. So I, I wasn't really aware of having any particular psychic gift way back then. And I, um, I've been a teacher. I was trained as a teacher and, um, I love acting and directing. So a lot of community theater, uh, background with me and also directing in high school shows when, um, I, I married my husband, Ben, who's uh, a doctor and very, very into the science. It's very, you know, if it's, if it's not in the journals, he doesn't want to hear about it. So I've had that kind of back and forth with him as I went down more of a spiritual path um, when my youngest son passed away very suddenly in um, 2000, uh, 2000, no, no, I'm sorry. We're going back. This is now 1995. He passed away. 1994-1995, when he was five years old, and um, it was completely unexpected and out of the blue. Um, and he was hit by a truck when he was sledding. We, um, it, it, in the process of trying to clear all of that. Um, confusion and uh, um, all, all of the um, the grief going on and uh, for my other two boys 
I started kind of a search. I wanted to support them and make sure they were okay through this. And um, I needed to understand where Jamie went. I didn't really have a lot of beliefs about the afterlife at all. And um, I, <clears throat> I found originally George Anderson, who was the 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 medium the Long Island medium at the time and eventually after trying and trying and trying got an appointment with him <clears throat> and that um, when I finally got the appointment I brought my husband I brought my other two boys it was a it was a workshop for bereaved parents you know specifically that um, and and randomly actually very randomly the date of our reading with him as was the exact anniversary of Jamie's passing and um, that it was a year to the date and it just was like and that wasn't planned they assign you they assign you that's yeah. when you didn't even wow. there wasn't even the internet yet you you um, <clears throat> they assign you a time and a date and this is this is what they assigned me so I thought that was really an amazing sign um, I I eventually met um, Elaine Thomas the founder of Fellowships of the Spirit in Lilydale New York um, I I didn't know about Lilydale it's kind of as they always say it's like a secret until you I didn't either yeah until <laughs> you know you. until you start yeah. searching and because I was on a search um, you know, when I found out that that George Anderson was real and this mediumship stuff was real and he hit on things that were just incredible for me and and for my husband the you know kind of doesn't believe in this stuff kind of guy um, he was extremely impressed and um, so away we go that kind of started and I did a whole lot of reading, you know, just everything uh, that I could get my hands on. Um, it was so helpful to me as a parent to read like George Anderson's book um, about our children forever mm -hmm. and to hear stories of mediums connecting authentically with the spirit of the deceased child was just so helpful to me and give me confidence to know that Jamie still was going on in some other dimension but he's still around and so I was always looking for evidence um, the the I never thought that I would get into doing this stuff and you're um, one of the best yeah, <laughs> now <laughs> I never in a million years um, <clears throat> I did a course with um, Elaine Thomas when she was at Omega called spiritual insight training and um, that's you know where I realized like right right away you know when she asked us to do okay now you're gonna turn to your neighbor and give a message and you're like what I, I'm gonna do that like I thought I was just here to learn about it you know and it was kind of a surprise and like sure enough um, I I got things right from the beginning from the very beginning once you learn how to meditate that was the whole beginning of it and um, I I started to the way it kind of works is you know I turned to my neighbor in our little practice group and I said well I'm seeing stairs 
you know, I'm seeing like very, very steep stairs. Does that mean anything to you? Like, how, I don't know. Seeing very, very steep stairs. What does that mean? Um, and, um, and I kept hearing 12-step program, 12-step program, 12-step program. And I'm like doubting, you know, because I was like, I wasn't, a, you know, I'm making that up. And so, you know, the person who's coaching us says, what else? What else do you get from that image? Well, are you in a 12-step program? you know, and, and she, and she, her face went white, and she said, yes, I am, you know, and you wouldn't expect it, I thought, I thought it was because she was in college, and, you know, and, uh, like, you know, I kept getting more and more with that one image, like, okay, so you're, you're on, you're on steps, like, these are very, very, very steep steps, is what I was saying, the steepest steps I know, and, which is at Hartwood College, very steep steps up to the library. There's somebody on the same level as you who is sharing all your books and your heavy load back and forth. So, and so then it's like, okay, well, if you were to make a message out of that, how does that, you know, um, and it took me till much later. I think I was going home and I was like, oh, the whole message was there. Duh. I was driving home and, and I was like, oh, you're in a 12-star program. You're about halfway through, judging by those steps where she was, and you have a very heavy load, but you have someone who is helping you along the way. You know, probably her sponsor, you know, when I learned more about 12-step programs later. Um, you, and a message is always supposed to be encouraging. And look at you, you're halfway through. It seems really hard, but you're doing great and you're going to get there. Stay, stay the course. So that was kind of about that. And what beautiful validation to be able to give that to somebody who's doing all this hard work and nobody sees it and they don't maybe not have anybody to talk to about it. And you give them that and you start that connection like, wow, I, that validation was so important for me. And it's, it's going to help me move forward with it even more. Diana, go back for just a minute and then I'll mm -hmm. try to remember where we were when we left off, but yeah. go back for just a minute. Um, cause you were one of the people who trained me on how to do this so well on when you say you got the image of the steps, how does somebody get an image? Like, how does that whole process come into play from, from being, never being, having received a psychic message before to then having that moment where they're receiving an image? Yeah. I learned in the, uh, spiritualist, uh, tradition, uh, right from the beginning and that's what I teach um, and and we'll be teaching again for people who are just starting out um, on, and and people who maybe are already have a little practice with this but you set your intention um, you go into the little meditative space um, so you're kind of in that alpha state of awareness where you're connecting you feel like you're connecting larger self connecting to source energy you just have that feeling of that lovely feeling you get to in meditation and then you state your intention I learned to state a prayer and so I have a habit of saying a prayer um, that opens the space it, it tells your spirit guides we're open I'm ready to work with you right now um, and I am now an open channel uh, open and ready to receive anything and you state your intention um, that would help so-and-so on their life path at this time um, um, I, I have a specific prayer that I say that I learned at Lilydale so that's where my mind is going so the prayer kind of opens the space opens the door 
and then my intention is for my client um, Scott or you know whoever it is um, to receive a message for that would help them to provide more clarity on their life path um, more joy more sense of being guided um, and um, amen you know make me a good make me a good instrument at this moment as I open um, to higher higher forces at work um, and open to connect so that's kind of how I open and then immediately I start getting images with with my eyes closed that pertain to their life that's the way I start so um, I check in with what I'm hearing with what I'm seeing um, you learn after a while to identify well what is that image for me um, that I learned even that very first weekend the image for me how does it come in for you for different people it's dip different but for me I would get an image that was sort of black and white and sometimes in a negative uh, a negative of the black and white so I'm like okay I'm looking at I'm me too that yeah. wasn't there a moment ago that mm -hmm. image wasn't there a moment ago so quite often it's a metaphor for you know what's um, what needs to be said yeah no, I was working in the school and teaching. Um, we were doing like mindfulness, wellness at the end of the day for teachers. And I was teaching meditation and really just that calming and clearing the mind. Like you said, you really need to be in a state of alpha or theta to receive images. And until we get that beta, get out of beta, the monkey mind, the everyday mind where we're doing, figuring out, um, trying to fix all that kind of stuff. Until we get that out of the way through our breath and through slowing our breath, only then can we start to have images come in. And I remember just sitting there meditating and all of a sudden I saw this huge bird starting to fly on my black screen inside my head. And it was the first image I ever got. And it was like, whoa, this is possible. This is real. Like, yeah. you, I mean, you hear about people being psychic and getting images, but a lot of people don't understand how it happens. And I think the most important thing for people to realize is everybody has this, you know, gland in their, their third yeah. eye that they can see in our images with. And everybody has this ability when it's opened up, which is so profoundly amazing right. once, once more right. people do. Yeah, so yeah. you can use it to get images and messages for yourself. And that's kind of what my guided meditations are for. And to get, you know, sometimes you're you're at an impasse and you don't know which way to go. Um, and one of the little guided meditations I do is like, well, well, I don't, you know, say somebody has the decision. I don't know whether to stay into this relationship or go. And so sometimes I'll say, you know, guide somebody into seeing a, a, a fork a fork in the road you know ahead of you so this is sort of future now once you've tuned in now if I stay here um, in this relationship what what does this look like okay I'm you know it looks like I'm seeing a path which looks rocky um, I'm getting the infinity sign like this maybe this is never gonna end maybe this marriage is or this relationship is so rocky and there's so many disconnects with this partner that this isn't going to be supportive. Well, let me see what happens when I go to the other side, you know. And so I'll sometimes talk people through. So you can get your own, you know, what what happens if I go the other route um, here, or the other possibility for me. So there's so many ways 
that your spirit guides are just waiting to help you. They really are. Um, but they got to be asked, you yeah. know. Um, so that's what I try to teach just even in the Wise Wednesday meditation that we do every Wednesday at 530 um, on the ISD Facebook uh, page is some kind of meditation where you're using that connection in meditation for healing, you know, maybe uh, for chronic pain relief or for just like eventually maybe getting an answer like where should I go? What's let me look at the book of life. I mean, we just try different visualizations um, to see what are my spirit guides? What am I here for? Sometimes that's people like what am I do I have a purpose what's my purpose so quite often people start to get involved in this work to answer that question well and I think for a long time either through dogma or other pieces we've been trained to think that this um you know godly wisdom or higher wisdom is outside of us and when we open the door and go within we can have access to it all within um and you know we do have shadow aspects to ourselves that will come up, but it's important for them to come up because then we can heal them and see them. And what would you, so for those who don't know, Diana is also a minister and a pastor and extremely versed in probably all the world religions and Christianity. Um, and what would you say to those who may not have kind of been exposed to this before and may be thinking it may be more woo woo? Uh, what would you say um, in response to that? Or that, you know, I, there even in some places, I remember hearing, well, if you go in, you know, that's evil and things like that. And what what is your response to that? What do you think? Well, traditional religion at some point, you know, they, they shut out, you know, I think stories says this so well. Um, in the Bible, I think they cut out as many aspects as they could that showed you that you could connect on your own to the divine um, and that we needed an intercessor. We needed to have a priest to do that for us. And so um, the, the priest, you know, intercessory prayer, somebody else um, making a prayer uh, to, to God on your behalf because maybe God doesn't hear your prayers. Um, and, you know, like we're not supposed to ask on our own behalf or... Um, but um, we all have that ability to connect into the divine. Um, and I think of the divine as kind of a universal source energy um, to which we are all connected. All creation starts in this universal source energy. Um, you, uh, some traditions would call it God. Um, some traditions would say Jesus, you know, uh, as the son of God. Um, you know, Hindus may have uh, different ways of connecting, maybe through a Hindu goddess. That's important to them. Uh, Buddha, you know, Buddhism. Um, so I guess I think of it as a source energy that we're connecting. We all have the ability to connect, you know, that through the solar plexus, through the through the crown chakra, maybe. I So quite often I'm talking about, you know, uh, at the beginning of a meditation purposely, imagining or visioning you opening that crown chakra that connects to the divine um i remember one time um you know quite often and I, uh, we're often you know people will stop us and say you know what you're doing is evil you know yeah um blah 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 you know um 
my minister said that this is bad to connect into you know those words energy are devil words and um, but we're made of energy we're made the whole of thing energy. is energy right so um <laughs> so it's a different way it's sort of reclaiming yourself as a divine spark of the divine like that you you are a spark god made you if you want to think of it in that way i guess i you know uh and i think of it in terms of together with god we made a plan you know uh, we all have a plan of some kind and um we have a team that's why i'm just seeing it as a team sorry i always see it as a circle all these like people in white robes you know in 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 a circle who are our higher guidance team that um once we become aware and we wake ourselves up to that oh my gosh i have a team i i i could really achieve everything that i wanted to achieve when i made this plan with my master teacher um, master teacher or team so um these you know spirit guides etc we we teach about that as well in our um in our uh, intuitive practitioner program that's you know we have a whole course on meeting your spiritual guide team um, but again you know um it can seem pretty woo-woo until you start to have your own images and you're like oh i get it now and um so and it's life-changing when you do it really is yeah, because it connects it you no longer need it from the outer reality you now have it within yourself and that i mean that ignites yeah. the solar plexus all by itself yeah and, and that, you know yeah, yeah Diana's that, talking that, about that little you know example of just the very first time i went into intuitive training the very first time I went into the in spiritual insight training and you know when I asked that woman are you are you in a 12-step program and her face went white and she started to cry and it was because she's like how did she know that how did she know that and it's like nobody did you know like okay that proves to me that we do indeed that and I kept saying I called my sister on the way home um, uh, driving home from uh, Omega Institute and I said guess what Sue there is a God that's what it and she was yeah so what <laughs> no 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 you don't understand what just happened it was like this aha moment that like yeah. I don't know how I knew just somebody dropped this image into my head and and the per and it and it was exactly what needed to be said for her Beautiful. highest good and her well-being and and you're talking about the chakras and, you know, the, a lot of this comes back to, to East meets West, right? And the, yeah. I think the internet played a big part in that. And, and a lot of gurus that came over to the United States and started teaching these pieces and that there's truth in all of these metaphysics of all these world religions that um, yeah. get us, get us to the ultimate truth, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and this huge paradigm shift that's happening right now of going within and it's becoming it, it, it's happening. We're seeing it before our eyes. And it reminds me of the two, two big teachings of Yeshua and Jesus. What he said is that the kingdom is within. He said that, mm. said the kingdom is within and that we are created in the image. Like you said, we are the one spark. We are, we are an image of the one spark made to be creators as well. And if we're afraid to go within, um, it is a bravery to go within because we see, we see our whole aspect. We see our whole being within and we, but the most profound healing 
and that's part of my shift that I've done. Um, you know, working in the school, I couldn't bring in the spiritual pieces because of the separation in church and state. But now with my um, counseling background and working with clients, I'm able to do both. And the healing that occurs when you're guiding somebody in a meditation and they see this profound thing that was so deep in their subconscious, they couldn't, they couldn't see it on in their everyday life that is now up to look at and can be healed. And, and, you know, tears do come out, but joy comes out and everything comes out because we're finally seeing our whole selves, not just fragments of ourselves. And And you see it as something uh, that you're the driver of this, you know, you're, you're the driver of the, of, of, of your own future. And you do have the ability. It's, you know, suddenly you get it like, Oh, I can change. Mm -hmm. I I can put the changes in that would make my life happier. Um, And and I just want to say, you know, uh, the spiritual and intuition, you know, are, are hand in hand, they, they come, they come together. And I think somebody can get in trouble when they try to open up their intuition um, without engaging anything uh, spiritual at all with it. Um, and um, because you don't you don't know what you're doing, and you may be opening to um, um, things that you don't want, or you know the negative energies, etc that our ministers and priests um, so often are warning against. It's because somebody may open unsafely um, in, a, in an unsafe manner. So, so we teach very much how do you keep mm-hmm. yourself in white light? How do you keep yourself in the highest vibrations always? And okay. um, so in reopening those gifts, we teach to open safely. So, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of those things that we're afraid of, those energies are part of our own shadow. And like you said, when we raise our vibration with our breath and through meditation, that's where we go into the divine. That's where we receive divinity, not from the not from the monkey mind beta brain and ultimately going up to the divine. We are going to receive those higher frequencies and that divine wisdom. And I always say to people, if you if you heard something that was scary or not right, then it's not divine. And just keep, just keep going. It's not it's not anything that's going to cause you harm. Um, it's important to, to have those techniques. And that's why you're in the intuitive practitioner program is so important because you give those techniques and to do it in a safe way, which is wonderful. And when you see, when you're asking to be seen from that higher realm or what, um, Paul Sela calls the upper room, you know, uh, that place where you are body, mind, soul connected, then there is no wrong. Um, you, you wouldn't in that realm you're not judging the person that you're reading for there's no judgment it's you know you're kind of seeing things very clearly and from that highest place not from everyday ego right right so somebody who's gonna just start this brand new and then do readings for people it's important to have you know cleansed yourself of what's not love before doing that kind of work because love will love will bring in the love (laughs) yeah and we're doing um a whole self-care for light workers class right now uh two different ones going on and i realized man this is this is very important to keep yourself as the instrument in good shape yeah um and all the ways in which you can work with light and energy and you know different things to keep yourself pure pure um yeah your energy clear 
And, and I, you I, don't know, mean, I don't mean totally pure, like <laughs> giving up alcohol or giving up, you know. Right, right, right. You no, know, I don't mean like that. I just mean like energy pure. Um, yeah. Well, I think the other shift too is we've been in such a masculine, left brain, logical side for thousands and thousands of years. And now what's beautiful about the Institute and a lot of the online courses that are happening now for people to start opening their gifts to this is that we're starting to really start to tap into the other side of the brain, the more feminine side that is intuitive, receptive, so that we're no longer having to kind of do, 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 but we're having this be peace and receive, receive divine knowledge and wisdom from within, yeah. which helps us know, be more balanced. Intuitive. Yeah. Um, right. When, you know, how, 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 how do you know how to follow your gut? And, you know, when you have a gut instinct about something and, um, you know, we give people the, the tools to, to, to understand when it's real, when it's not real. That discernment. Yeah. 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 So important. Um, I, I was going to say, I can either talk about, uh, the nine 11, what happened to my calling story. Um, yeah. and I can also just give an example of her. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, so, um, uh, let's see, I, I guess I want to give an example of a reading first. Okay. Yeah. Because, it's so fun to hear these things on how, how yeah. amazing this truly is and how divine yeah. it is too, how it's all connected. Yeah. So I always ask people not to tell, tell me anything before a reading. So I'm not, I'm not going into judgment. I'm not going into left brain, you know, trying to understand this person's life, you know, as maybe a counselor would or a therapist, um, prior to, I, I don't want to know. Uh, so I don't, it's better if I don't know. Um, so, um, um, this, um, person who came to me, um, her daughter had passed away and I didn't know. Um, I, I didn't know really, there was a mystery about how she had passed away. And I, I meditated and, uh, one day, this is before the mom reached out for a reading actually is, and in the meditation, I, she came to me and she showed me um, a Christmas tree and a picture of her diving off the Christmas tree, which, you know, which to me meant um, in my system of meaning that she took, uh, she was doing really well before Christmas um, mm -hmm. with a past addiction problem and she took a dive after Christmas. And then the next image was of her bed piled up with mattresses symbolically and all the mattresses made of sleeping pills and mm -hmm. i heard i just want to go to sleep i just want to go to sleep and um and her mom confirmed me i called her mom to tell her about this because she was open she was open to it and uh she confirmed with me after i told her this whole thing that the last word she heard from her daughter when she was trying to check in with her on her cell phone um was mom I just want to go to sleep and um, because she knew that she was someone who had emotional ups and downs and that she knew that if she could just go to sleep when she woke up everything would return to normal so every time she was just trying to sleep and every time she was trying to sleep through the depressive phase of of her emotions and every time she woke up, she took another sleeping pill, you know, she, like she was taking too much. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, so inadvertently, not on purpose. Not intentional. So yeah. she wanted me to tell her mom oh. that it was not on purpose. Mm -hmm. It was, um, 
it, it just was an overdose of various drugs mixing together. Yeah. So. And at what relief that probably brought her. Wow. Yeah. 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 And that's the beauty of your work um, is it touches all different parts of life. It touches relationships, births. If somebody you've predicted pregnancies for me, you did. Um, <laughs> there's there's so many beautiful things that comes from the information when we go within. And I like what you said in the beginning that, and, and I agree with this so much. And I teach this is the connection to your higher self to be able to get higher wisdom when you might be struggling with something or sometimes you're just meditating and you get an image and it's like whoa that's so helpful yes and and it just keeps carrying you forward in such a new profound way that we didn't have these tools before if we didn't go in within so that's yeah, wonderful yeah. Right. Diana you talked about your business quite a bit that tuning in and tuning up and readings that you've given do you want to talk for a minute about the institute for spiritual development what is it and how did it start and what is the mission? What's the goal of it? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, you know, I've been doing the, um, um, what we later called the shift fair, um, uh, psychic fair for about 20, I we're in, we're into 20, something like 24 years or something, I think on that. Wow. Um, uh, maybe not that many. I'm sorry. No, wait, we, we want to go into like probably 18 years. And um, so I have a wide network of people who do this work through the shift, the shift fair um, mailing list. And I, I know a lot of different people, you know, in in this field, in the healing field as readers, healers of all kinds. And um, my sister Sue was um, talking about moving up here from her home in Frederick and she was attending and had become a minister through the Institute for Spiritual Development in Washington DC and she had gone through their training process and I said you know I wonder if you move up here what do you think about trying to start our own chapter of um, the Institute up here and you know, eventually, it's it seemed like crazy. We were it was crazy, but eventually she said yes. And you know, after she moved up here and got settled, we set up an initial interest meeting um, in uh, at the Holiday Inn, and um, I had seventy people sign up to attend. I didn't know um, that. Wow. Yeah the first thing like we just couldn't believe it people kept coming you know the registrations yeah. kept coming in yes 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 i'm coming i'm coming and there was a big snowstorm the first time so we ended up having maybe 40 people show up but it was still a group it was kind of surprising and then we held a second one there was also a snowstorm <laughs> and uh the driving was bad and you know we had maybe 30 people or so show up and out of that first group, out of the initial, we had a lot of people say, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to be a member. I want to be a founding member. So we had a bunch of founding members who helped to start this with us. We got a board out of that group, um, and um, so, so we're still operating five years later. So 2017, we started planning in 2016, and. Um, 2017 March we had our very first service um, on the Ides of March I think it was and what's different real quick from a metaphysical ISD service to maybe because uh, you've done both what's different yeah. uh, from a traditional service 
Well, uh, we, you might find some of the same things. We have, we have a homily or somebody who's delivering the message for the day. Um, and there's almost always a guided meditation. That's different. Most, most churches don't do that. Um, so you're feeling that kind of divine connection, hopefully, in every single service. You're feeling that ah, mind, body, spirit, uh, rejuvenation in every service. So the first and third service of every month, we have a service which has gone to Zoom um, during COVID times here. Um, and at the end of the service, um, you know, you, you might find a responsive reading, you're hearing prayers, which are very different. They're very metaphysical in nature, um, the prayers. And um, there are psychic readings from the ministers at the end of the, so, so it's called message bearing. So you may get, you may come to a service and even on Zoom, uh, someone saying, may I come to you? and they have a message for you okay so it's really neat that way too you're we're connecting in every time what what am i missing amanda hoover who is now a <laughs> I, I think you, i think you covered moment. most of it but yeah. i think um one of the one of the most wonderful things that i felt as a minister saying it and the first time i went to a service hearing it is welcome home right yeah. It, it's kind of like, because when we go up into the higher planes and, and sometimes in our dreamscapes and we just have this feeling of lightness and we're home, when we, the energy of the beautiful people in the group, even in the Zoom rooms, when we're not in person, it just, it's so loving and so unconditional that it, it feels like home and it's, it is home. It's yeah. a beautiful home that's been created through IST. So, and a beautiful mission. Talk about the mission, Diana. What do you, what do you see as the mission of IST? Um, we are a metaphysical church and school that, um, seeks to, I'm just going to say it kind of, um, connect people to their own divine nature in a loving, supportive community. So you can feel like you have a tribe, you know, while you're doing that, while you're like opening up your spiritual path, um, and, and you're searching You've got a tribe that's doing that with you. Um, you know, we, one other different thing I would say, you know, um, when somebody says to me, you know, what, what you're doing is, is, is evil. Like, who are you talking to? How do you know that you're really talking to Jesus? And I say, well, how do you know you're talking to Jesus? <laughs> how do you know that God is hearing you in your prayers? Um, right. so, um, and, and the difference is when we pray or we go into meditation, we're learning how to hear the answer, you know, so often, you know, how do you hear the answer? How do you feel the answer? How do you see it in images? And any one of those channels can be reopened. So, you know, clairaudiently you're hearing a word or a phrase, um, uh, in answer to your prayer you know, for guidance. Um, you're feeling a yes or a no when you ask a question. Um, you know, it feels right or it feels wrong. Um, and you learn to trust that you're really getting something. You're learning what what is that, you know, why am I getting, um, uh, let's see, we were working with a bicycle as a life meter. Sometimes we work with a bicycle when we're practicing. And um, how 
you know, sometimes I'll get a bicycle when I'm getting a message for myself even. You know, is am I or is the person well seated on the bicycle? It's a life meter. Where's my life going? Um, am I well seated on it? Uh, it, it does some, sometimes someone actually has the bicycle turned upside down and they're trying to replace the tire. You know, uh, sometimes they they've got the bicycle handles um, backwards. You know, like um, um, or they're pedaling really, really, really hard and they're not getting anywhere so it's like do you feel like right now that you're just putting all this effort in you know to work and you're just not making any progress so a metaphor like that will come in yeah. so um and these you, are the so gifts in other words you I'm get sorry, an answer yeah yeah you, get, you go into prayer and you get guidance you get an answer so um you didn't need to have that middleman um you didn't need to have uh the minister or the preacher or whoever um, pray for you on on your own behalf. You're learning how to pray on your own and get an answer. And if it's not loving, you know it's not the right answer. And that's the basis of these teachings is is you'll know it's you'll know it's the right answer if it's a loving, high answer, a high vibrational answer. Um, and these are the exact gifts that the spiritual masters and spiritual teachers had and used and were teaching throughout history all over the planet that we're now saying it's it's not just for certain people it's for everyone it's like you know we always go back to that it's not just for the one percent it's for everyone abundance for everyone and and everyone can open to their gifts and their their worth and and their beautiful their beautiful dreams and journey and having support and guidance from their higher self from it yeah Wonderful. Yeah. And and we ISD has a, a, a church board and bylaws that are followed nationally and um, so that we're compliant with state and federal re regulations, yeah. um, just like any other church. And chartered, yeah. yeah. And the unique the unique part about the institute is the institute name of it and the class is part of it because and I, I give so much credit to you and all the work that you've done for this um, in Oneana is creating an entire, some of these are like college level classes and, and programs that are being offered to yeah. people that they can access, you know, it's not just sitting in a Sunday service. Now we're going to teach you um, the techniques so that you can, you can have these, these pieces for yourself, not only to become a healer, um, but also to progress your intuitive abilities even further yeah. and so many different classes are offered beyond oh, and that. I, yeah more about mission they just reminded me you know i i was just simply using these gifts for myself like i had to write an article or something for work and i would tune in and say what should i write about and and it works it really works just for everyday guidance and also for my kids is what i was going to say they would they would always come and ask and they still do you know, what do you see around blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, I could tune in for them and give them some guidance, which was helpful. You mentioned using our gifts. Um, we use our gifts when we're putting the services together too. Yes. And we're also, we've created such this beautiful group mind and we keep saying Story's name. She's going to be on one of these podcasts with me coming up here <laughs> soon. Um, yeah. Story's one of our ministers, very, very wise, 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 divine feminine. And she, what she is, she is so good at uh, teaching about group mind and that when we're all in a room meditating together, we will often get 
um, messages for each. We'll get one message, but we realize that we all can resonate with it. And we all needed it at that time. And the divine energy, just kind of our higher selves know to support us with what we receive so that we all can have a profound experience of unity consciousness together. And that's where I see us going as a planet. And the more we open up to these higher planes together, the more we can understand how we are all one. We are all that spark just in little different fractals off of each other. So yeah. the, the work that's being done through the Institute, and I know these pieces are popping up all over the planet right now. And the Institute is growing as well. We have, we, we have um, you want to talk about the other chapters at this point, how many there yeah. are? I think I think we have uh, four other chapters. So Washington D.C., um, Sparta, New Jersey, um, Madison, New Jersey, and, and Treasure Coast. Um, ISD Treasure Coast. I think are the active ones right now. So yes. we're we're one of five, I believe, right now. Yeah. So it's exciting to see where this goes, and I I think we over we hear the overall mission is just to number one help evolve the consciousness, help people to resonate with love even more because that's going to heal everything and everyone and and have it help to facilitate for others not to do for them but to help facilitate for them to create their own direct divine connection so that they can heal themselves and support themselves without feeling that need to constantly go outside of themselves but also right. having a beautiful community where if you do need help you can reach out and ask for it right so, right yeah. and and we we're uh, we're starting the intuitive practitioner program january january 6 yeah. um with a free orientation so you want to come and see if, yeah. if it's for you yeah do you want to talk about really quick your very popular and wonderful i i love it so much your new year's eve um kind of celebration that oh, you do sure <laughs> um on that saturday uh the um, the 8th um, of January, we have a New Year's spiritual retreat, which we've done for years, and we've adapted it to Zoom. So um, the fun of this event is that um, you, you're actually burning the regrets that you have from the year, anything that, you know, um, you know, things that you want to create forgiveness for or whatever, you're just burning your regrets and creating intentions for the new year in a, a very special guided meditation. You're actually planting the seeds for what you want to have happen in, in your new year. And um, as part of that, also, we um, when we're done with all of the fun exercises and um, you get some paperwork, you get homework to do before you before you uh, join in. Um, but doing it in this very powerful ceremony, uh, saying goodbye and uh, completion, asking your spirit guides to help you work with that, and God to help you work with closing those chapters that you want to close, and uh, being ready to welcome in the new, plant the seeds, and and get them to start growing. Yeah, ritual oh, and ceremony. Yeah, I want to tell you, um, many years ago, um, we did a meditation, you did a meditation and it was planting the seeds of the intentions and I did it. And not only did it come true exactly the way I intended it at that meditation, but I had planted the seeds up in my backyard, you know, in the higher planes though, not physically planting the seeds in my backyard. 
And that spring, these beautiful, gorgeous white flowers that were not there the year before came up in that area. And I walked by and I just had the tears rolling down my face because <laughs> it's just that, you know, we're, this is so much more magical oh, than we've wow. ever given it credit for this beautiful yeah. Gaia planet earth. And, wow. and when we, when we do have those intentions in the higher planes and we ground them in, in the energetic way, it is the, we are energy. You said it in the beginning, right? It's the energetic frequency that we're creating to magnetize our reality to us. So yes. it was just wonderful. I wanted to yes. share that. Yes. <laughs> All right, Diana, I won't keep you too much longer. We've had a wonderful, wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for sharing all those insights and the really great way to, I thought you were really describing, you know, that term psychic that gets such a woo-woo connotation to it, but it's not, it's into it's intuition, it's connection, it's connection with everything, the planet, the divine humanity. It's so much bigger than um, all these old stories and these old paradigms ever gave it credit for. And we're finally stepping into some of that ancient wisdom that was there that was kind of covered up for so, so long. So yes, yes. thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Okay, you too. Thanks, everybody.